0: Hello there, everyone. My name's Andrew.
1: And I'm Cassie.
0: And this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Culips. This is Catchword, the series for intermediate and advanced English learners where we teach you idioms, phrasal verbs, and expressions that will help improve your English listening and speaking. Today, I'm joined by my trusty co-host, Cassie. Hello, Cassie.
1: Hey, Andrew, and hey, listeners. So, guys, today we're going to teach you a couple of expressions that are about not noticing something or not perceiving something, either accidentally or on purpose.
0: Yes, that is right. And the two key expressions that we'll be teaching in this episode are to be tone deaf and to turn a blind eye. One of these expressions we use to describe people who are terrible at noticing something, maybe it's the vibe or the atmosphere of a situation, And the other one is used to describe people who can notice the reality of a situation or notice what the facts are, but they choose to ignore them on purpose.
1: Don't you hate those kind of people, Andrew?
0: They're the worst. (laughs) Yes.
1: (laughs) Listeners will realize that after we explain these two phrases. But before we get started with this episode, we do want to let you guys know that there is a transcript and study guide for this episode available to all QLIPS members. We've designed the practice exercises that are in the guide specifically to teach you the important parts of this lesson. By following along with the guide, it'll help you boost your English fluency and help your English sound more natural. To learn about the details and to become a QLIPS member and get the study guide, visit QLIPS.com.
0: We also want to give a shout out to one of our Brazilian listeners named Rogério who left us a really kind review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Rogério wrote, I'd like to share with you my experience in signing up with CULIPS. It's really, really amazing. We don't need to have anything else. All we need is there. They have study guides for smartphones, tablets, and PCs, which are very user-friendly. And don't worry, because there are videos where Andrew teaches you how to use them. So if you're looking for something nice and fun to learn English with, go there. Wow. Thanks, Rogerio. It sounds like almost like you're advertising for us. So I really (laughs) appreciate that. It's a fantastic review and thank you for sharing your experience about what it is like to be a QLIPS member.
1: Yeah, Rogerio, thanks so much. And thank you to everyone who has been supporting QLIPS with your messages, reviews, likes and follows. We really appreciate all of it, guys. So now let's get started with today's lesson. As we mentioned earlier, today we're gonna be learning two expressions about not noticing something. And the first expression that we'll be covering today is tone deaf, tone deaf. Andrew, what does it mean to be tone deaf?
0: Yeah, let's break this expression down for everyone so they can understand exactly what it means. And I think we should maybe define these two words on their own and then we can put them together and it will make perfect sense. So tone is like a sound, right? It's just another way to say a sound. If you hit a key on a piano and a musical sound comes out of the piano, we can call that a tone. And to be deaf, D-E-A-F, deaf, that means to be unable to hear sounds. It's a medical condition where your ears don't work and you can't hear any sounds. So if you guys go to the dictionary and you type in tone deaf, what you will actually see is a medical condition that means to be unable to hear Differences in musical notes. Okay, Cassie, have you ever heard someone sing and they're really off key and it just sounds terrible because they're not in the same musical key as the song that they're trying to sing along to? You know, here in South Korea where we live, going to the karaoke room, the singing room is a really, really popular pastime. And I have definitely visited the singing room with some friends who are tone deaf. They can't sing very well. They have no musical sense at all.
1: Yeah, my my fiance is one of those. Uh, I love going to the singing room with him, but (laughs) uh, it's more of a laugh than a actual, um, you know, musical performance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that is the dictionary definition of tone deaf. It means to, to be unable to perceive differences in musical notes. However, there is an idiomatic version of this expression as well, tone deaf. It means to be unable to notice a situation, okay? You are deaf to the situation. You can't pick up on it. You can't sense it. You can't notice it. So let's say, for example, Cassie, I'm on a diet and I'm trying to lose weight. So I'm avoiding eating lots of carbs and and food that, is not diet friendly. And then Cassie, maybe you came over to my house for a visit and you brought with you uh, a huge, extra large pizza. And you're like, Andrew, let's eat this pizza together. And Cassie, in that situation, you would be kind of tone deaf, right? I could say, oh, Cassie made such a tone deaf decision to bring that pizza over here. You, you weren't, Fully aware of my diet situation. And because of that, you made a decision that actually put me into an awkward position because, uh, I was tempted to eat that pizza. You know, it looks so delicious, but I'm on a diet. What do I do? Okay. This is kind of what it means to be tone deaf. It's to be unable to notice, uh, the situation that other people are in.
1: Exactly. Uh, I can think of one really great example of this expression, tone deaf, as well. As you know, Andrew, and maybe as listeners know who have visited North America, North Americans can be quite loud in public. Mm -hmm. And one time I was on a bus in Korea with my friend and she had just arrived in Korea like hmm, two months before. And I knew that when we ride Buses in Korea is customary to be quiet. Uh, Everybody's on their phones or taking a nap or, you know, just minding their own business quietly. But my friend, she's used to, you know, talking very loudly in a public Space doesn't matter if it's public or private. And I could tell, you know, as we were riding this bus, there were people kind of looking at us, uh, and hearing us like speaking in, or, well, I was not speaking loudly, but my friend was, and she had no idea. She was completely tone deaf to the situation.
0: That's a great example, and I've been in a similar situation like that, Cassie. It's a little bit awkward, and I think, yeah, you could use tone deaf in many different uh, cultural situations where cultures are maybe interacting with each other and there are some cultural faux pas that are happening and people just aren't aware of how to behave or how to act when visiting a different country or uh, experiencing a different culture. So that's a great example of a kind of situation where we can use this expression tone deaf. So. Guys, I think you have enough information to help you understand this expression now. And so we're going to give you a couple of conversation examples with it. And we'll take a listen to the first conversation example right now. Let's do it. Did you see that video that's going viral of all the celebrities singing John Lennon's Imagine?
1: I did! It was so cringy and tone-deaf. I couldn't believe they thought making that was a good idea.
0: I know, right?
1: What were they thinking? They obviously weren't thinking. They're getting absolutely roasted on social media over this.
0: It's like they tried to make people feel better, but in the end, they only made people angry and resentful.
1: Exactly!
0: So let's break down that conversation that we just heard and we'll explain it for you all. So in that conversation, two friends are talking about a viral video that's uh, made the rounds on social media when the COVID pandemic first started. And in that video, many famous American celebrities sang an a cappella version of the song Imagine by the singer John Lennon. And the celebrities, I think they meant well. They wanted to try and encourage people to stay positive during the COVID pandemic. But in the end, that video really just came off as tone deaf. And uh, they were criticized very, very heavily for making that video because, you know, regular people, so many people were going through really hard economic times, maybe losing their job or getting sick and having loved ones pass away, all of these terrible things. Yet in this video, you see a bunch of absolutely rich people who uh, had no economic hardship whatsoever singing a song and to try and make people feel better. It just came off as tone deaf or kind of patronizing, almost like they were communicating to children or something. Um, and as that example conversation says, Cassie, they got absolutely roasted on social media. (laughs) What does that mean? What does it mean if you get roasted on social media?
1: That means when uh, it's not just the internet trolls making bad comments towards you. Everyone is saying, wow, I can't believe you did that. What a horrible video. You suck like that.
0: Yeah, you just get really, really heavily criticized by everyone online that is being roasted. All right, Cassie, with that being said, why don't we take a listen to the second conversation example with Tone Deaf?
1: Yes, let's. So, what did you think of the mayor's announcement yesterday?
0: I couldn't believe my ears. He actually thinks that building more high-priced luxury condos is a good idea. How Tone Deaf can you be?
1: Right? We need affordable housing that regular people can live in, not more expensive housing that only the rich can afford.
0: I can't wait for election day so we can vote this guy out of office.
1: Me too. All right. In this example conversation, we have two friends talking about the mayor's latest announcement. In this announcement, the mayor says that he has a plan to build more high-priced luxury condos. And the friends are saying how ridiculous this idea sounds, how tone-deaf the mayor is. Uh, these days, you know, housing prices are skyrocketing. People are complaining every day that they can't uh, find affordable housing. And this mayor goes and ignores all those complaints and decides to build even more uh, high-priced luxury condos.
0: Exactly. So the mayor here, he can't really sense what just the regular people want, right? What the average Joe, the regular citizen wants. Instead, he is just catering to the small percentage of people who are in the upper class. So this is why he is tone deaf. And I like how the speaker in that conversation used the expression. He said, how tone deaf can you be? How tone deaf can you be? And this kind of structure is what we can use when we want to really emphasize something, right? If somebody is really stupid, we could say, how stupid can you be? Or (laughs) if somebody is really slow, like how slow can you be? right? When we want to criticize I think we mostly use this for negative expressions. I'm realizing as I'm saying this, we we wouldn't say like, Cassie, if you're a genius, we wouldn't say, how smart can you be? No, it doesn't work like that. It's only for negative expressions. Uh, But when we really want to focus on the fact that somebody has this negative quality, we can use that structure. How stupid can you be? How slow can you be? How tone deaf can you be?
1: That's a good point, Andrew, and I agree uh I feel like a lot of negative expressions can be used as a question to emphasize it, like can you believe this guy? Anything that you just can't believe, how horrible it is then you say it as a question to emphasize it
0: absolutely, absolutely. Well, I think we should now transition to our second key expression for this episode, and guys, like we said. It's similar to being tone deaf, but slightly different. So please pay close attention to our explanation here so that you can perceive (laughs) the differences between the two of them. Now, key expression number two is a verb, okay? It is turn a blind eye to something, okay? So we're using it as a verb, to turn. To turn a blind eye, and we can sometimes say it just like that, to turn a blind eye. And then sometimes we turn a blind eye to something. So if you want to talk about the fact or the situation that is being ignored, then we can use it with the preposition to. And you'll hear some examples of us using it in that way in just a moment. But let's break down the meaning. So to turn a blind eye means to be able to notice a situation but you choose to ignore it okay so maybe Cassie we could go back to that example we just heard about the mayor okay building the high priced luxury condos in the example the two friends who were criticizing him they said that he was tone deaf because he couldn't sense that the citizens wanted affordable housing and instead he chose to build luxury housing. But we don't know all the details. Maybe he wasn't tone deaf. Maybe he actually knew that the citizens wanted affordable housing, but he chose to ignore that fact. And instead, he just decided to build luxury housing. In that kind of situation, he wouldn't be tone deaf. He would be turning a blind eye, right? Because he is aware of all the facts. He knows everything but he chooses to ignore the facts. So he he notices the situation completely and chooses to ignore it. Or if we were to talk about your friends on the bus, right, that was visiting you here in Korea, if you told that friend, like, you know, actually, uh, when we're riding the bus in this country, it's good if you keep your voice down and maybe try to be quiet. If you told her that, but then she just ignored that and wanted to speak loudly in public Anyways, even though that's against the kind of cultural custom, then she would be turning a blind eye to that situation and to that cultural custom.
1: Exactly. The distinction between these two is important because if you're tone deaf, it's not purposeful. You're just kind of ignorant about something. But like Andrew says, if you're turning a blind eye, it means you're purposely doing it. So it gives like, a feeling. When you hear of someone being tone deaf, you think, ah, come on, they should know better. Why are they so ignorant? But when you hear of someone turning a blind eye towards something bad, then you think really negative thoughts about that person. Like, wow, they knew that something bad was happening and they ignored it. They didn't care. So uh, turning a blind eye is much more severe and purposeful than to be tone deaf.
0: Right. If you're tone deaf, just like you said, Cassie, you're ignorant and uh, maybe you're not educated about something, like maybe you have to learn more about a situation because you're kind of out of your element and you're talking about something that you don't really Understand very well, but if you turn a blind eye, it's like evil almost <laughs> it could be evil in some situations because you know the truth, but you purposely avoid the truth and uh, yes, it is a much more serious expression. I completely agree with you. so I think maybe the best thing to do now is to actually listen to a couple of example conversations and why don't we get started with the first one? right now. Yep.
1: Let's do it. So, I watched a documentary last night about bullying in schools.
0: Oh, I saw that one too. It's so horrible what's happening.
1: Yeah, and so often school administrators turn a blind eye and ignore the problem.
0: Isn't that just so frustrating? I can't imagine what it's like to be a student these days.
1: Absolutely. Not only do they have to worry about getting high grades and getting into a good college, but they also have to deal with bullying, cyberbullying, and social media. I'm glad we didn't have to deal with that when we were students.
0: So in this example, we hear two friends talking about a documentary that they just watched, and it was about bullying in schools. And I guess some of the content that was covered in that documentary was about how the problem of bullying is being ignored by school administrators, okay? The school administrators are turning a blind eye to solving this problem of bullying. So what that means is that the school administrators know bullying is happening, and they know it is a problem for many students. But they don't do anything to solve the problem. So that is exactly what turning a blind eye is all about.
1: You see this a lot in high school dramas, TV shows, movies. The administration is always turning a blind eye to the problems going on in the student body.
0: Exactly, yeah. Uh, We hear this expression used a lot when talking about schools and a. when talking about government, right? Because the government knows that there are a lot of problems out there in the world, uh, but sometimes fixing them is more difficult than ignoring them. So they can choose to ignore them, turn a blind eye, and maybe um, just move on to dealing with other issues. So yeah, definitely when talking about politics and the government, uh, we use this expression all the time. Cassie, why don't we listen to that second conversation example, our final one for this episode right now?
1: Yep, let's do it.
0: Have you noticed that Jerry hasn't been doing his dishes for a few days? They're starting to pile up in the sink. Huh,
1: I noticed all right. How could I not? I think
0: we should talk to him about it. Turning a blind eye isn't going to make this problem go away.
1: Yeah, you're right. Okay. I'll text him now and let him know that we're going to have a roommate meeting later tonight. Good idea. All right. In this example of conversation, we have two roommates talking about their fellow dirty roommate. Okay. This roommate has been leaving dishes in the sink to pile up for several days. And his friends can no longer turn a blind eye to this issue They know that if they continue to ignore this problem, their friend is never going to change. He's going to leave dirty dishes in the sink forever. So they decide that they're going to have a roommate meeting tonight to talk to this roommate and solve this problem.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Turning a blind eye, ignoring the problem isn't going to solve it. Right. So they decide, hey, let's get together and talk it out and see if we can't fix this problem and get our roommate to clean up those dirty dishes. And this example may be inspired from some of my past roommate experiences, Cassie. I think there's a a grain of truth in that one, at least for me, that rings true.
1: Bad memories are coming back at the sound of this conversation, Andrew?
0: Something like that, yes. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you are able to learn something new with us here today. And congrats on getting in your daily dose of English listening practice and vocabulary study. This is exactly the kind of thing that you need to be doing to improve your English fluency and word power. So great job. Keep up the good work.
1: So Andrew and I taught you two idiomatic expressions today about people who can't or choose not to notice something. And once again, those expressions are tone deaf and to turn a blind eye. You can practice these expressions by making some example sentences and leaving them in our discussion forum or comment section on our website, Qlips.com.
0: This episode was made possible thanks to all of our wonderful Culips members. If you enjoy Culips and find us useful for building your English skills, we would love it if you could help us by leaving a five star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app, following us on Instagram or YouTube, or telling your friends who are learning English to check us out.
1: We'll be back with another brand new episode soon, and we'll talk to you then. Bye, everyone.
0: Goodbye.